there was some new music released this week that is worth discussing. Disgusting? <laughs> Discussing. But I do need to mention for those who may be interested in helping support the show, for as little as $3 a month, which is less than the cost of your morning coffee, you can help us continue creating great scene-related content without the need for us to rely on ads that can distract you from your listening experience. By supporting us, not only would you be expressing your appreciation for us, but you're also letting us know that we're doing something right. And who knows, we might even give you a shout-out uh, in a future episode to thank you for being so awesome. So if this sounds like something you'd be interested in doing, please hit the support the show link in the show notes. And if you're unable to contribute financially, that's absolutely fine. Uh, simply leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify can still show your support. And those five-star reviews really do go a long way and they would be much appreciated. That's so, right. With that out of the way... Let's dig in, John. So, John, you just listened to it. The first review of the day is going to be Boys Like Girls. They are back after an 11-year break. Everybody remembers them from their 2006 hit song, The Great Escape. They released a brand new single called Blood and Sugar. And, John, you just listened to it. What are your thoughts? Uh, it had a very 80s like influence like late 80s almost yeah i heard bobby brown in it a little bit uh in the hook but I don't know. uh as far as like its catchiness and like i i mean it was good i could listen to it again which is which says a lot yeah i i don't know for why boys like girls uh, i definitely hear that 80s vibe to it i don't hear bobby brown but for whatever reason and i don't know why i hear this but you remember that song i want to be rich by callaway I wanna be rich. That's what um, I hear. That's what I hear. When you sing it, reason. when you sing it, it sounds familiar. So if you okay. sing more of it, uh, that's all I it got. might pop. In. Okay, all right. <laughs> but that's that's what I hear. But yeah, definitely get the '80s vibes. Uh, it does remind me of like, was it the '80s that was really big for like soundtracks? Because I feel like this song could have been like landed on a soundtrack oh, yeah. somewhere in the 80s, early 90s or something like that. So it's definitely interesting. It's not It's not bad. It's just different. And it's just kind of like, I don't know, it's a different direction from you know the 2006 Boys Like Girls. But yeah, uh, I, I do think it's an interesting approach, I guess, an, interest, an interesting direction. I'm somewhat intrigued. It's not necessarily my style of music because it's kind of got that 80s pop synth type vibe. But then you do still hear like the rock guitars in it, mm -hmm. like heavy guitars. So it's it's really it's really different. I'm intrigued and I do want to hear more. I'm interested to see mm -hmm. what else they've got, um, what else they have in their bag. So no, I, I no, I, I liked it. I liked it. All right. Yeah, just, that's a glowing yeah. review for me. I liked yeah. it. All right. <laughs> That is, that's like a 10 out of 10. Depending um, on how I say it. If I say, if I'm like, I liked it. All right. Then that's not <laughs> yeah. as good of a review, but yeah, I liked it. All right. It's almost like you just want to be done talking about it, but yeah. this one's more like, yeah, you've accepted it and you're mm -hmm. probably going to spin it again. Mm -hmm. It's like uh, partially satisfied. Yeah. Right. Not fully uh, satisfied. <laughs> partially. Yeah. Uh, almost there. Also, out this week, The Used, they released a new single called Giving Up. It's off their newly released album, Toxic they po would. Positivity. The, really? Huh? Okay. Anyways. That was out loud? That you said it out loud, yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, but 
but yeah, they also released their album Toxic Positivity. I don't know if you've listened to that at all. I listened to well, it. Well, I certainly felt none of it. But. <laughs> uh, the positivity or? Yeah. Okay. Did you get the toxic part at least? Well, I'm all right. All right. I survived uh, it. Okay, so we're just going to talk about giving up. Uh, I did listen to Toxic Positivity. Overall, I thought the album was was good. Uh, but let's just talk about giving up because that was on the agenda for today. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that this song was kind of another interesting approach, sort of like Boys Like Girls. Overall, I like the song, but it sounds like a band that is working with John Feldman. And they are working with John Feldman. It just sounds like a Feldman-produced track, like... And that's not a knock on the band. It's not a knock on Feldman. I like Feldman's work. I think he does a great job. But it sounds like it could easily have been made. I don't know how familiar you are with this duo, John, but uh, Girlfriends. We've had Travis Mills on the podcast before. It sounds like Bert and Travis Mills from Girlfriends could have switched on this song. And Mm -hmm. it'd be a Girlfriends song and no one would be able to tell the difference. Again, not knocking Bert and the used and John Feldman. It's just my observation. I do sure. like the song. It seems a little poppier than I'm used to hearing the used sound, but it's fine. I Overall, I like it. I'm always going to long for old Burt-style vocals, so that's always going to hurt any... And I understand it's, uh, you know, it was hell on his voice, I'm sure. Yes. Can't really do it anymore. I understand it, but that that's what, uh, you know, is always going to have an effect on my experience. That's, that's what resonates with you. Yeah. Yeah. I miss you, Bert. <laughs> Overall though, I think you I think you dig the album though. Um I'd have to Yeah, I haven't dug into that, so I can't I'd have comment. To, I think I only listened to it once or twice, but I was I was doing other things, so I wasn't really to give it like really able to hone in on it. Mm-hmm. Um like I normally do if we're gonna give a review. But there were some uh songs that stood out. This one I feel like stood out the most and uh not necessarily because it's the best song, but just because it sounded like the way it sounded made it stand out, I guess, from the, yeah. the rest of the pack, I guess. Mm-hmm. All right. Another band that released a new song this week, John, is one of our favorites, Foo Fighters. They released a new track called Under You. It's the second release off of their upcoming album titled But Here We Are, which is due out on June 2nd. I am very excited about that, especially mm-hmm. after hearing this song. This one, to me, just like the used, it was another poppier song, and it's which I was surprised of getting from the Foo Fighters. I get some, I don't know how you felt, but I feel, I don't think the song sounds like Big Me, but it has that type of brightness and feel to it for me. Mm-hmm. Like not comparing their sounds or melodies, mm-hmm. just a vibe. It just has that, you know, that pop sound to it. Yeah, definitely. They just relate, um, I guess. Yeah, there, there's definitely, it was hook laden. Yeah. Which I hadn't really gotten that vibe from Foo Fighter stuff for a while. So it was kind of. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, and their songs have been, they've been great, but it's like they, you know, they weren't trying to write hits. I'm not saying they're trying to write a hit with this one, but this one could be, I mean, it's poppy. It's got, it's got hook. It's got, uh, yeah. it's got something that's easy on the ears that people would like, but mm-hmm. something stood out to you that I'm surprised I didn't catch on first listen. I sent you the song and you immediately sent back. What did you say? You said uh, the riff. It, yeah, it sounded, uh, I'll, awful lot like flavor of the week to be the yeah. uh kind of octave riff from flavor of the week yeah which uh, I can't, american the, hi-fi thank you band. i couldn't yeah. remember the name of that band yeah i did own that cd but it was escaping me yeah 
that was really all they ever had. So it was, yeah. There was yeah. nothing really else good on that album that I remember because yeah. I remember borrowing it from you for a while. Yeah, but. I associate it with like Lit, but Lit had more than one hit. But it was yeah. like around that same time period that right after when Blink was coming out, they weren't quite in that pop punk genre. They're kind of yeah, right. So like SR seventy one, which was a little bit probably more pop punk, but but that, yeah, I kind of associate them with those bands. I do feel like there is, and again, I'm not saying the. Foo Fighters lifted this uh, riff by no. any means. But after you said that, there are parts of that riff in this song that you you can hear. And once you hear it, you can't unhear it. And the more times I listened, I felt like it sounded even more <laughs> like that riff. So My bad. No, it's, it's all good. It's a great song. But, I mean, you do hear that riff. Once you know it's there, you, you can't unhear it. Mm. Um, Lawsuit incoming. But I do think, like, this shows that you know, the Foo Fighters can still write hits if they choose to. Sure. And, you know, this song is right in that realm and has the potential to be a hit on alt radio, I think. So it was definitely one of my faves from this week, for sure. I agree. It was good. Anxious to to see what the new album's going to be like. Yeah, I... I who their touring drummer's going to be. Yep, that should be coming soon. Uh, that that news should be coming soon. So I'm I'm anxious to, to see who that's going to be. Um, what was I going to say? Back. Damn it. Hate it when that happens. It's all right. Oh, I was going to ask you, uh, what do you hope their album sounds like? Do you, do you want to hear more of this like poppier side to them or do you want to? Yeah, I always enjoy, I mean, I enjoy their, their canon, you know, their their popular songs. Uh, uh, gosh, I'm not coming up with the album names, but you know, the, the, the first four or five records I've always enjoyed the most. Yeah. I feel like breakout is good. You know, big me of course is like so good. But then, I mean, then you even have – Foo Fighters are just so, like, awesome in so many ways because then you have – then you can have um, – oh, what's the song? All My Life, which is just a total rockin' song, mm. but yet it's so – I don't know. Like, it almost feels like it wouldn't belong on mainstream radio, but it but lived it there for – you know what I mean? So it's it's yeah. – they could kind of do whatever they want and they almost have that, uh, that respect, I guess, uh, in the music industry to where they could just do whatever they want and, it, you know, they're going to be successful. So, but I do well, like I, the popular sound. Familiarity. You, like when you hear right. it's a Foo Fighters song, you know, it's Foo Fighters. So that's, that's right. helpful. Yes, exactly. But I was excited to hear that they returned to a little popular sound on this, uh, last song under mm-hmm. you. So, uh, I hope we do get a little bit more. I'm not, I don't think the whole album needs to be like that, but I hope we, there's at least, you know, three or four more songs like that on the album, and I'd be pleased. Yeah, I, I think so. All right, so The Wonder Years released a new song called God Damn It All this week, which will be from the Greatest Generation 10-Year Anniversary box set, which will be out on September 8th via Hopeless Records. John, I'm sure you're excited about that, but... Um, yeah. Thoughts it's on been this tough one? to get a, a decent pressing of that. So let's, you know, this one will be solid. I'm sure. As long as it's over two discs, it'll be fine. Oh, because is that a long record? It is. Yeah. Okay. And the version I had was across one, and it suffered. Gotcha. Everything's just too compressed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, goddamn it all. Uh, what were your thoughts on this release? I liked it. I don't know yeah. if it was a new track or if it was like an outtake from from back then or what it was but well i don't know if it's an outtake either but it is a unreleased it was an unreleased song prior to yeah. it being released so yeah i don't know um, if they re-recorded it or what's the story but it sounded good and uh 
I don't think it had me at the beginning, but like towards the end of the song, I was like, oh, okay. I do like yeah. That. You know my thoughts on the Wonder Years. I have mm-hmm. not been able to get into them. But I think after this, I, I feel like I may be coming around or they they have me coming around. Mm-hmm. Like I really liked this song overall. The music is solid. The, the little riffs throughout the verses and the mm-hmm. pre-chorus I thought uh, were done really well. And they lead really nicely into a very strong, catchy chorus, which I love catchy choruses. I really feel like everything, and this is what I think made me feel like this song has it. It's the, I feel like it was just mixed well, because I always thought, I always feel like the Wonder Years vocalist, I'm sorry, I don't know his name, but I always feel like his vocals just stand out like too much. Mm -hmm. Um, His vocals aren't necessarily... Like the sound of his vocals aren't necessarily what uh, are aren't really appealing to me, I guess. And and it's not a knock on him. It's just like what I'm I'm just not into it. Um, but I feel like everything was mixed really well, and everything was just nice and balanced on this track. So I will say I probably listened to the song about ten, eleven times, you know, on Wednesday when it was released. So I think that shows that I might be coming around to this band. So did they just release an album or no? Late last year. Late last year. Okay, so uh, hopefully this is a new song and it's not an outtake or anything like that because I would like to hear more of this. Like mm-hmm. I, I really would. So, and if the songs could be mixed as well as this one, man, I might they might be one of my new uh, favorites. Dare I say? Yeah, I'll have to look into the box set. I didn't know about that. So. Yeah. So yeah, that uh, box set will come out on September eighth. I don't know if pre-orders are nice. up yet or not, but if they are, I'll send them to you. All right. All right. The last thing we want to talk about in terms of releases is the new Hot Mulligan album titled Why Would I Watch? It came out on May 12th. We didn't get a chance to review it last week, uh, so we'll talk about it this week. John, people know what I think of this band. I've said it plenty Mm -hmm. of times. We know you love this band. Mm -hmm. What did you think of this album? Um, I liked uh, the first two tracks I'd heard. uh, The first more so. But now after listening to the record more, I like the second single which i'm never going to remember the name of because it's uh, just a bunch of gibberish but the uh oh yeah i know that's that's one thing that i would love to talk to them about like how do they remember which song is which just to irritate you yeah but uh, um well i'm gonna i'm gonna do some research here and yeah go ahead and be a be a better podcaster no you're fine we can always edit this no uh gans media retro games is the second <laughs> oh, single yeah, that yeah. they released yeah um and didn't quite grab me as much initially but uh upon listening to it in the flow of the record i really like it um but all together um i listened to it the first time friday morning on the way to work and didn't really receive it as well as i should have and then by the time i was you know going through the weekend and through this week i listened to it several more times and re- really enjoy it i think it's really good yeah, I think overall it's great. And like I said about my feeling on the Wonder Years after their latest single, I'm starting to come around to Hop Mulligan as well, I think. Mm. I feel like this is a pretty damn good album overall. I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. I've never been able to get into them for whatever reason. I don't know why. Um, but the standout tracks to me were the opener. Uh, shouldn't have a leg hold, but I do. Um, mm. I didn't care for the intro like part of that song. I don't think the intro parts mixed quite right for my liking, uh, for mm-hmm. my ears. But once the 
it gets into the song. I feel like it's a solid song. And then I think it's the third track. It's kind of slower. It's called, this song is called, it's called, what's it called? Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that that's what it's called. I thought that song was, was strong. I liked, uh, I, you know, I'm kind of a sucker for ballady sounding songs and that one stood out to me. So Mm -hmm. it's not an album that I think I'll reach out to. Like I'm not going to ever say, Hey, I'm in the mood to listen to this album, but I enjoyed the album a lot more than I thought Mm -hmm. I would. I probably listened to it at least eh, three or four times. Uh, mainly it was because I wanted to get a good grasp on it. So, you know, cause I knew we were going to talk about it, but I wasn't like, it wasn't like a Weezer record where I'm like, I hope this thing gets over with quick. You know, yeah. no, I, yeah, I think it was, it's paced really well. There's a couple slower tracks. Um, yeah. Even the, I normally don't like that middle of the record kind of just offshoot acoustic track, but this one was actually pretty good. Having lost a pet recently, uh, which is what it seems to be about. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. I know what you're talking about, home, but yeah, I'll have to listen to that one again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I, I do remember that one standing out. Cause I remember I was, yeah, it's, it's really well done. Yeah, I was doing some work around the house, and that one did come on, and I started listening to it. I I like it a good whistle ear. in a song too. So yeah, right. <laughs> it's a natural instrument. I mean, I don't know why it really people. is. But yeah, it's I, pleasing to the ear. I was surprised at how surprised I was uh, mm. about this album. Definitely recommend it. Yeah, and I was happy that it, they didn't shit the bed. So I feel like they had a lot of momentum coming into it. Yeah. And a lot of people excited about it, and I think they delivered, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I don't, I don't feel like this is going to be an album that I'm going to like reach for willingly. Like I'm never going to be like in the mood to listen to it. I don't think, but I feel like Hot Mulligans fans, they must have a a pretty loyal like following, and like they just have that kind of sound that some people just absolutely love. Like I know there's a lot of people mm-hmm. who think Hot Mulligans like the next big thing. Um, so I know that this album is probably perfect for them. Like probably one of their better records. It really reminded, not that it reminded me like, uh, sound wise, but it reminded me of the feeling of listening to a new, newfound glory record in high school. Yeah. Like super excited to hear it and doesn't necessarily grab me immediately, but then upon further listens, it's like, Oh, sure. Yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah. It's kind of, uh, grows on you as you listen to it. Yeah. Yeah, but that's the first, you know, pop punk album I've been. At, you know, I I want to hear it Friday morning, you know, yeah. as soon as it's available. Other yeah. than the Wonder Years, probably recently, so it was, it was, it was good. Well, that's good. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Getting back into the scene, man. Hey, it's about time. I mean, how many episodes of have, have you been doing now? And you're just now getting back into the scene. Well, I've been dipping my toe. Okay. Well, thanks, Hot Molly. You got him. You got him back. Thanks for bringing a creepy old guy back into the mix. <laughs> uh, that, that hey, that could be a uh, a hot moly uh, song title. Thanks for bringing. Thanks a hot for bringing <laughs> old creepy guy back into the fold. Hot moly, if you're listening, there you go. 